0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon. Let me tell you about it. Pretty much every Sunday, you get a whole nother bonus episode of this very podcast if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level. But if you give it that $10 a month level, we also mail you a map of says Whovia that is beautiful that you can hang on your wall. And every month that you give at that level, we also mail you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the says who sticker club. They're always good. They're always fun. It's always a surprise. Patreon.com slash says who. Dan, I've been kidnapped. Have you? Yes. That's not great, but they, been... they're letting you record a podcast.
1: Yep. They gave me a microphone.
0: That's handy.
1: These, uh, it's a group of, um, brigands, uh, just general 'er ne'er-do-wells. Okay. Their, their demands are confusing, but, uh, they said they want you to buy books. And Mm. if you buy books, they will let me go.
0: Well, that's handy.
1: I mean, they do let me record. They give me snacks. They give me this water bottle. Um, They are letting me stay in my office. Uh, Okay. uh,
0: What is the exact mm -hmm. nature of the kidnapping then? Right. Just sounds like you're describing life during COVID. Right.
1: Huh. That's a good question. Well, I know the demand is books. That much I know. So books, get me out of (laughs) here.
0: You can buy books at any good Time bookstore near you, or if you want to buy them on the internet, you don't want to send anyone to space, go to kickbezosintheballs.org where you can buy your books 100% space free, not just Maureen's books, but any book through a the little technology called a search bar. kickbezosintheballs.org. And you know, if you're on the internet, why not go over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where you can get Says Who merchandise, including all new for 2022. Our slogan for this year, it's all around you on stuff. Plus more, merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Poof, Maureen, before we record, I do not know how we are going. It's been a heavy week. I don't really know how we're going to keep a light.
1: Don't worry, Dan, I got this covered. I got the perfect plan. Are you ready? Oh, sure. Here we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this just isn't really working. Hmm.
1: I'd like a compilation of just me saying welcome and just slightly catching you off guard every time.
0: It's just annoying.
1: Yeah. Well, that's me. Two. Says who? The podcast. (laughs) That isn't a podcast.
0: It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker.
1: And I'm Maureen Johnson. How you coping, Dan?
0: Uh, I literally with five minutes ago, Maureen, I was asleep. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, I've I've been taking naps that I have referred to uh, lately as I just say to Janice, I'm going to go face plant now. And I just literally just fall laying flat on my face for uh, under 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah.
1: And you can, you can fall asleep basically on command, can't
0: you? I have a remarkable ability to fall asleep. I do oh. I have a terrible ability to stay asleep. But I can fall asleep within seconds.
1: I'm going to be on a plane this week.
0: You sure are.
1: And do you ever have that thing that the second you sit down on a plane and you stash your bag, that for some reason you fall instantly asleep?
0: Yes. Do
1: they Every pump time. something into the air to make us fall asleep? Or what is that?
0: I fall asleep within i would say within 2 minutes of being in my chair i'm asleep and then i wake up the minute that the plane takeoff starts f- no flattens out from takeoff oh. yeah wow and and then and that's a great little trick except if you're flying internationally because i will never go to sleep again that will be the sum total of the sleep that i get on any length of flight wow yeah
1: I'm not a big plane sleeper. I tend to be, the only times I ever really slept on planes was when I was on tour. Yeah. Because when you're on tour, you're sort of going and going and going. And every time I got on the plane, I was supposed to do work and I would just fall asleep. Yeah. Um, Because it turns out there's just so much energy. Even if it's a simple appearance, it's just doing stuff in front of people. Oh, sure. Just makes you fall asleep certainly makes me fall asleep. It's really fun. And then I'm like, well, good night. And then I just fall asleep. Yeah. Um, that's why people are always like, hey, you want to do stuff after? I'm like, what is after? No, no, no. After is for going back to the hotel, quietly eating a sandwich and watching on the bed. Because I don't, you know, obviously eat on my bed at home. Yeah. I eat on a folding camping table like a normal person.
0: Like a totally normal person.
1: Look, we haven't quite given up on We've put it away. Okay. It's not out anymore.
0: What do you eat on?
1: Well, sometimes we take it out.
0: <laughs> so you've just made it more inconvenient. Yep. Okay.
1: I'm trying to wean us off of it.
0: Right, but you you got uh like T V trays, but they were too tall, right?
1: Right, they were too tall. First were too small, the second were too tall. The only thing that's the right height is this stupid camping table. <laughs> it's not cool then.
0: Yeah, but it's your life now.
1: I mean, we just, our routine was so baked in because it's still covid
0: Yeah.
1: We'll get into it, but it's, our thing was we had no table. And so we sat and had dinner in front of the television on our camping table <laughs> and we watched our show. And every night we have a show and that is so baked into our routine now that we twitch. And I said, we could eat at the table. One half of the table is Oscar's office now
0: because mm-hmm. he works
1: from home 50% of the time. Okay. But the other half we have. Yeah. And we could eat at our giant table like people. Mm-hmm. But. Or we could take out a folding camping table and eat in front of the television like animals. Survey says. Ding, ding. The ladder. That's our hour of entertainment. <laughs> well, it's good. It's our show time. We get a like, show. Hey, you know,
0: show time at Maureen's apartment. Like When
1: dinner's ready, I say, get the show ready. It's time. Bringing it oh. out in five minutes.
0: There you go. So good.
1: Dan, but we had a break in that routine this week.
0: You sure did. And I want to the tell you about it. The last we heard mm-hmm. from you, Maureen Johnson, Yeah. on this weekend's Town Watch, which we recorded on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is when we normally record it, and that Sunday you had made reservations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for an, your first dinner out. Yes, in almost three years.
1: No, no, we we have eaten out.
0: So okay.
1: we went out last June for Oscar's birthday.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, he's been out a few times. Okay, with, with work people. Okay. I've been out. We've done it only a couple times, always outside,
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: often separately. Right. Or up in Massachusetts or something, but we haven't really done it here. Mostly because we always have the dog with us.
0: Right. And And so this was going to be a fancy night out. Yeah. You, Oscar, and the dog. Correct. In one of those little street side. Huts. Restaurant huts.
1: Yep. So I fancy joint. Yeah. It's just that I'd passed many of these places and there's a lot of places that have outdoor dining, but a lot of them are very grouped in, Mm -hmm. but a few places have built these little huts and I passed the huts of this one restaurant that I didn't even know was a restaurant because it has kind of a weird name that it's one of those places where you're like, oh, that's a restaurant. I had no idea. Okay. And I looked it up and it has, I don't want to name and shame this place because they were very nice people. Okay. But. It's a vegan Italian fancy like wines, and it it was, but everything I could eat literally everything on the menu, yeah, which is a big deal for me. And they had huts, and I was, yeah, fuck it. So I booked it. We walked decks all around to get her tired. So we've done an hour walk. We showed up. I thought it was going to be full of people. It was, I walked in with my mask on, and everyone's in there, no masks, like having dinner and like having wine it's sunday there's not that many people in there yeah uh, it's just me with my weirdo and i like hello i care for i'm here for dinner and so they go and the guy is super oh I'll go, go go. just goes and opens unlocks it it's like a shed basically it's uh-huh. like he goes out and unlocks the shed throws open the door like here so you yeah. go inside this weird little shed
0: yeah dinner and tough shed.
1: you basically yeah you're eating in a street shed yeah but you do get a little house to yourself so we're sitting in the East Village in our, in our little shed. We carried three blankets, little tiny one little they're like this big. I'm showing someone it's like two feet big. They' yeah. little dog blankets. So we had benches all around. We stretched out the so she had a great seat. Pillows, blankets. She stretches out. she's happy. Yeah. We get the menus, we order, like people. Now, Oscar has he has an appetite. like you tell him he's going to get dinner. He's happy. Sure. He's like, got a fork ready. He's like, let's eat. Let's go. So we order a salad and it's pasta. So we order a main. So salad comes, eat the salad and the stuff. And then we're hungry. We're all excited. Mm -hmm. And then the door, also, the door, he he shuts the door, which is nice. We need it shut, but it's real quiet in there. Okay. Because you're just in a wooden box on the sidewalk. So there's no ambient noise. You're just like, store. It's real. It's real quiet in here, just you and me yeah. and the dog eating in the shed on the street. Yeah. So, I hand, roar, the door opens. Roar, a hand reaches in with a little tiny bread plate. Okay. Kind of like that big. huh
0: You see what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: I said, oh, they give, they've given us a roll.
0: Yeah, it's like a little bread course between your like, salad and your hand, main.
1: They would give us a little bread for, for yeah. when we had dinner. Except it wasn't, Dan. That was Oscar's main course. Oh, nice. It was on a side plate, a little huh. tiny bread plate, so eight inches across. Hmm. It was two ravioli.
0: Oh, yeah. There is no eating out disappointment like the ravioli disappointment. I have only ever discovered that if I am like, ooh, ravioli, that sounds delicious you get like one ravioli on a plate.
1: This was pretty small for a main course. I got some Tagliatelle, which came in a little bowl. It wasn't a ton, but for Mm -hmm. me, it was like a plenty big portion. Yeah, I would say this was an Italian sized portion, which is what I pointed out at the time. I said, this is like an actual Italian sized portion. And he said, yes, but they eat other courses. Right, They have a primary and a secondary course. This would be the pasta course, which means there would be more food. Right. And I said, okay, but let's just, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. So he, he was very stoic. He had this kind of, you know, captain in a, it knows the ship is going down, but he's mm-hmm. very stoic standing on the bridge, eating his two ravioli. Yeah. We're done dinner pretty quickly. Yeah. It was one of those things where you ended up paying about a hundred bucks for two ravioli at the yeah. end of the day and a glass of wine. So we're like, okay. And so he looked sad and I said, tell you what, a Sunday night. It's really, it was warm out relatively. We'll walk around because they only had one dessert and it was weird. Okay. So I said, we'll walk around. What do you want? He's like, I want a piece of cake. I said, okay, we'll get you a piece of cake.
0: Seems like an achievable thing in New Very York City. Very cool in the yeah. East
1: Village. So I start walking around to all the places I know that sell cake and they've all closed a half hour before. Mm. Finally, I said, we'll go to this one diner. We always get food from, it's really good. They have a bakery. And there's plenty of outside tables and there's Sunday nights. There's no one there. Yeah. Like, great. Let's just sit outside with her.
0: Yeah. Fine. Her being the dog.
1: Let's yes. Remember
0: that the dog is with you through this whole endeavor.
1: So I walk out, we walk over to, it's like a little bit of sidewalk, sit down. And I look down and I notice there's these crushed raspberries next to our table. Hmm. I thought, okay, whatever. So I throw down her blanket and we go, we're waiting for the menu. It's someone to come over to get the piece of cake and then I noticed there are raspberries on her blanket
0: hmm. and I said are the not raspberries they are not raspberries
1: it was blood sure she was bleeding nice she had cut her paw somewhere along the way yeah so we were like ah so I said ah no cake we, we said sorry we gotta go our dog is bleeding and so we scooped her up we grabbed some napkins we got in a cab we went home so, so far, that our big dinner out has been yeah. Oscar's starving. Yeah. We tried to get cake. Instead, we've come home with a bleeding dog. Yeah. Now she's all excited. So she starts running around the living room when Perfect. we get home, Dan. That's
0: what you want with a bleeding paw,
1: leaving blood footprints yeah. everywhere. We finally sure. catch her. We soak her foot. We clean it. There's water everywhere. There's blood it's everywhere.
0: Nice there's, night out.
1: There's bandages everywhere. Yeah. We get her bandage. She gets the bandage off. She runs around again. Yeah, I'm course. like, she's on the move. So she's running across the bedspread. She's running across That's the white rug. So, she's run- so then <clears throat> we finally catch her again. We clean it again. We rebandage it. Yeah. I put a sock on her foot. Sure. Then I have to start cleaning up the blood. Yeah. There's that. I have two loads of laundry to do. I'm scrubbing it out of the carpet. It's like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, almost done. That's a pretty good night out, huh? I think the lesson is, Dan, mm-hmm. don't go anywhere.
0: Well, the good news is you're not.
1: The good news, well, I took her to the vet yesterday morning. They bandaged it all up because like, oh, she got cut. It's a real tiny cut, but it's in a weird place. and It's just going to it's just she bled all over the vet's office because she scraped off the bandage when she got in. Oh, nice. So she had a big bandage on. It's off this morning.
0: Well, good. I have a dog update of my own before we move on. Hit me. So our dog, I think I've mentioned a few different times, has uh, been having some real shit issues for a Mm. while now. Yeah. Couple of months. And every time it seems like they get better, they do not get better. And we were given medicine a couple of weeks ago, more than a couple of weeks ago, a month ago. Right. And it helped a little bit, and then it didn't help. And then they were like, well, maybe you need a little more of that medicine. So, uh, and that didn't help at all. Like, there was never a moment where that helped. And finally, they were like, because our vet uh, has very limited office hours now because they are not stacking patients and that, like, they are. So it's hard to get an appointment, but they were like, all right, we will get you in, Or, or hard to get a quick appointment. Because otherwise, I would have brought the dog in a long time ago. Um, But we went in, and the doc was basically like, well, here's the deal. The medicine we've been doing, that would treat like a lower GI thing. Clearly, this is an upper GI thing. First thing on the list there might be worms. So let's give you some deworming medicine, see how it goes. Maureen Johnson, Mm -hmm. for the first time in over two months, our dog has normal shits. Hey, that's great. It is great. The worming stuff worked. I have never been more thrilled to watch poo come out of a dog's ass than in the last few days where they have just been normal. And But there's so much PTSD because it used to be over the last couple of weeks like or months, if it got normal, you knew the next one was going to be a nightmare. And uh, so every time I'm like, okay, is this is going to be the bad one? But they're always good. Yay! Yeah, so... That's good. But anyway, you, Maureen Johnson, you're about to start some jet setting. You know,
1: I adopted a, a an abandoned cat right after I graduated from college. Okay. A found injured cat? Yeah. And this cat, I didn't really understand what worms were mm. until the first time like she was with me and then she went to the and it was like I was like, "Oh, those, those were the, some worms came out." Yuck. Like I stuff like like so hopefully this isn't too gross but if you have animals like none of this is it just the only animal people like none of the stuff even bothers us even slightly or you're so used to it yeah
0: I will say that I'm okay with the fact that I have not visibly seen worms with this round but I
1: I didn't think that was a thing
0: until I saw it
1: and I was like oh boy because I'd never had a cat that was off the street we fixed it though. Poor baby, she was full of worms. Um, yeah, Dan, I'm. As of, uh, it's going to change our schedule a little bit because I am the bottleneck. Has is opening, or the I'm going through the bottleneck, Dan. If going back into the world a little bit, yeah, uh, I'm traveling a bunch.
0: You sure are.
1: I am. I'm not. I'm not nervous up here but i think uh-huh. my body's nervous about it yeah makes sense my body's like uh, 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 i don't know i i it's so set in its ways and it's not used to going places and i know i'm going to places where people don't wear masks i don't yeah and don't think covid's a thing i am really jumping in the pool
0: you are you're right in
1: and i am trying to figure out how to deal with the fact that i wear masks right And I haven't done a lot
0: in two years. And I'm
1: going to be in situations where things have just been basically carrying on as
0: normal. Yeah. So you are going to Arizona this Mm -hmm. weekend, right? And then the following weekend, the long awaited trip to England, often rescheduled trip to England is on.
1: The only reason I actually believe it's going to happen is that because the dog went to the vet, because there is some sort of weird tradition in this house that no trip is is ready to go until yeah. the dog has to go to the vet right before. <laughs> Honestly, it happens every time. <laughs> so, I yeah, I I think that the mask mandate is off on the planes. I don't think you have to wear the masks anymore.
0: Is that right? I don't think that's right. Or it's on.
1: about to be lifted. I know that full meal service has resumed. Um, there's something about the masks on the planes.
0: That It's, uh, let's see here. It is not over yet. Seems that it is scheduled to end on March 18th. Yep. And it is still up in the air as to whether it will be extended or not.
1: I fly, one of those flights I have is on the
0: 18th. Fun.
1: So, moreover, Dan, one of my flights is on the day that the clocks... So, first of all, I'm going to a different time zone. Yeah. I haven't been in a different time zone, really. I think even when I was in Mexico, it was only by an hour. So, I am going to Arizona. Then the day I leave Arizona, the clocks change. So, I'll be confused. Then I'll come back... And then I'll fly to England where the clocks haven't changed, but I'll jump ahead to English time. And then on the day we fly back, the clocks change there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to know what time it is for the rest of March. Well, That's fun. I'm going to be permanently trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in space and time.
0: Well, that would go well for you.
1: I'm going to come right out of two years of basic isolation into a whole bunch of plane trips and time changes. Yeah, that'll go great. And and dropping of mandates and rules.
0: Sure. Seems what could go wrong, Maureen.
1: The only other time I traveled then was that it, it was heavily masked and mandated and everything. I have yet. I have not gone into any of these free for all places.
0: No. Nervous. Well, that's going to be fun.
1: People just act like it's over, Dan. <laughs>
0: yeah, they sure do. They sure do. You don't. It's not, though. It it's is, not. however, this week. Maureen mm. is the two-year mark for when everything shut down.
1: Yeah, today as we're recording is the eighth. So is yeah. that
0: for me? I my official marker is I think the thirteenth.
1: Yeah, the thirteenth, which would
0: be this coming Sunday. Yep. But this week, two years ago, things were already getting weird.
1: Uh, this was the week two years ago that I started going out eight hours a day and gathering supplies.
0: Yeah, like this was for those of us that were kind of already moving toward the mindset. We were collecting everything we could.
1: Yeah, because New York was it was during the big New York first burn. So, yeah, yeah, things were starting to get super harem scarum here.
0: Yeah. And I, I remember kind of every day was sort of like are the kids really going to school okay i guess so but uh then and that friday was when they announced it was done
1: we play this game a lot on who of where we want to go back and tell ourselves from x year ago yeah like when we want to do we want to go back to 2016 and say hey listen you're doing eight episodes we know <laughs> couple things <laughs> couple things we should tell you where to start uh, first of all I, yeah where to start and that now we're uh, now do we want to tell ourselves from two years ago hey listen
0: I think the first thing I would tell myself is you don't need to buy those sardines mm. we have sort of a collection of, of food that we purchased as a like well if things go real south We will have these things, one of which was some tins of sardines, which still exist in our home, are never really going to get eaten.
1: I was growing lettuce in my office. Yeah. I had office lettuce.
0: There are a lot of things that I remember that early time because it was hard to get stuff like uh, grocery deliveries Mm -hmm. were very difficult to come by. I remember waking up, I would wake up in the middle of the night purposefully every night to try to get something arranged. And I think the earliest one I could get was kind of two weeks out. So we had to, I I remember our little one was only allowed two cups of milk on Fridays because we needed to make the milk last.
1: Yeah. It was a lot of sourcing. Yeah. I just remember sitting in the living room on my laptop trying to source food yeah oh that site's gone down they had flour <laughs> or i would go to the atm with like 50 masks on my face and gloves and then i would take the cash home i would get extra cash and i would lie solid and then put it on a high shelf to sit for a couple <laughs> oh dan good uh, I times think i we're not doing listen two years ago we're not doing that anymore yeah. You just you get used to the mask. Yeah. You got a lot of them. You're gonna have a whole door covered in hooks and masks. You're gonna have masks for your masks. You're gonna have so many masks.
0: Yeah, don't worry about washing your mail.
1: Yeah, you don't have to wash your mail. You don't have to all the box.
0: We would put anything coming into the house that wouldn't get eaten by something. Would get just sitting on our back porch for 48 hours before it came in the house. We air gapped the whole house. Hmm.
1: Yeah, ours was just out in the hallway. So I'd reach out or it would be downstairs. Yeah. So I'd have to scoop it up, bring it upstairs, all it. It was like I was carrying a bomb, set it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, this is how people talked who were in, you know, the blitz or the depression. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's
0: definitely that.
1: Except they had an apple a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we did. A, but it is like, man, I think about how hard it was to get groceries early on. Unless you were heading into the store, which, you know, obviously was, was still a possibility. But we didn't do that for quite a while. No.
1: But Dan, things are fixed now. Mm, are they? Yeah, things are great. Are they really? Yes. Okay. I'm sticking to it, Dan. I believe I've, you. I've been trying so hard this whole episode to keep you away from
0: the news. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Did I we're succeed? only halfway through. Mm. Can we just... No. I just... No. I just am thinking... No, don't. There's just... I would love to... Don't. It's a thing that I'd like to. Mm -mm.
1: Could we just. Go ahead. If you really feel like you have to.
0: I would just like to extend a hearty. Fuck you. Okay. That's fine. To Bob Chapek, the CEO of the Disney company. Yeah. Who this week cowardly refused to speak out against Florida's. Don't say gay bill, which literally just as we sat down to record was passed in the Florida Senate, which means now it just has to be signed by fucking DeSantis. The bill restricts how teachers in Florida can talk about LGBTQ plus topics. Florida, obviously home to Walt Disney World and a good chunk of the Disney company. Bob Chapek issued a statement last week saying, quote, the biggest impact we can have is in creating a more inclusive world through the inspiring content we produce. Mm -hmm. First of all, what (laughs) Disney animated content is he talking about? Hmm. But I don't see a lot of LGBTQ representation <sighs> in any of it. Uh,
1: uh, it, it. It's... And also, Disney is such a queer-backed... Comp- like, it's so beloved and supported by that community yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i mean they're really a big part of it a big part of it talk about shitting on your own people (laughs) yeah and and literally so they issued this weird ass statement last week about how their content is really going to you know change Mm -hmm. the world Mm -hmm. and employees actually started speaking out and so yesterday he wrote a memo uh, internal memo to employees that, of course, immediately got leaked, stating his, quote, unwavering commitment to the LGBTQ community. He then says, I do not want anyone to mistake a lack of statement for a lack of support. We all share the same goal of a more tolerant, respectful world. Where we may differ is in the tactics to get there.
1: This bill is so. Well, this has been quite a week for reprehensible bills. I mean, they are really going for it. Oh yeah. This is the directly evil. I mean, what can I say? I mean, we're really down the pipeline of some straight up retrograde attacks on. Uh, this is some real shoots and ladder shit,
0: and we're going yeah. down
1: the shoot real fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and one of the weird things with Disney, and Disney employees were very quick to point this out, and apparently now Chapek is like, well, we'll have a meeting at some point about this. But uh, when the previous CEO of the Disney company, Bob Iger, was in charge, Chapek is new, I believe, this year, if not this year, last year. And Georgia was passing anti-trans bathroom legislation. Disney issued a statement threatening to take their movie productions out of Georgia, which is where most of their live action stuff is filmed. So all Marvel films are filmed in Georgia. Mm. And uh, that killed that fucking legislation, got vetoed by the governor, in part because Disney and a whole bunch of other places, obviously, but Disney actually did make a statement and threatened to move their business. I would go ahead and guess... That they could probably have a real impact in fucking Florida, where they own a county, where they own, and where they represent a massive amount of the overall tourism dollars that flow into that state.
1: Yeah. Would you just say that that is most of it? Yeah. What are they going to come for? Alligators and uh, I don't know. People yeah. that take too many bath salts and try to eat their neighbors. Look, like, what do you? The I fuck mean- do you go to? Yeah. Where are you going to you got to go to Margalago?
0: <laughs> Margalago. Margalago? Margar Largar. Um. Yeah. And and essentially, in his memo to employees, he said they just, he's concerned about creating a right wing backlash against the company. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> so fuck that guy. I mean like forever.
1: Uh, If you don't stand up, I mean, this is an unambiguously evil. Yeah. Unambiguous evil. Yeah. It's not a debatable.
0: (laughs) No, no, there's not really a position here. No, you know, and the idea that, you know, oh, we're, we're not making a statement. That doesn't signal a lack of support. Like, yes, it literally fucking does. does. It
1: literally does, yes.
0: Yeah, like by not saying something, by not picking a side, you are actually picking a side.
1: The only person who seems to be wanting to make statements this week is a certain wizarding author.
0: Oh, good.
1: Who absolutely has to get out there and do a thing. Oof. Yeah. That train is never late. Train is never late. I think about this a lot, and don't worry, um, anybody affected by this. I'm not going to go into the. Uh, not going to go into it. You already know about it, and you hate it. We all hate it. I just want to talk about the the um, the mental mechanism because I do wonder if there is a point at which you become so rich and famous that you don't think you can be wrong. Oh, and the fact, definitely. And the fact is that there's been backlash. And it can happen to anybody. Anybody can feel this, get your back up because you've been told you were wrong. But I really feel like no one said to her for a long, no to her for a really long time. Yeah. Because she made something that's for, for whatever reason. Became such a big worldwide sensation. That, you know, she can't be wrong. She's got a theme park, I guess. Is like you just, you don't hear no after a while. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, she's the second richest person in England next to the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to get you surrounded if you would like.
1: And I think by she's nothing,
0: but you know, toadies.
1: And for example, I think she's giving a million dollars or something of pounds to people affected by the war in Ukraine, which is, a a very good thing to do and the right thing to do. And B honestly the very least she can do and C I it's it's one of those things where if we had a lot of us had that much money would also do. Yeah. So if you've got uh, it, okay, she doesn't have a billion dollars anymore because she gave a bunch of it away. She's got a lot. Yeah. Don't worry about her. Like she's she's okay. She's got enough money that she doesn't have to work for a couple weeks. She's okay. She's going to be all right. Um, and her, I noticed cause I watch cause I'm, this is my I, a business that I'm in. So I always kind of watch what she's up to. Yeah. Little squinty eyes like, Oh mm. boy. Cause it affects kids. It affects readers in a big way. She's got a big following. And when she yeah. says this, she gets quoted by lawmakers. Sure. She puts a lot of wind in the sails of a lot of people and her playbook is 100% the playbook of what people used to say about, not used to, but are still doing now, but absolutely the arguments that people would say about letting LGBTQ people be, or let's just leave the uh, the whole spectrum, just gay and lesbian people, let's just say, just that part, be teachers. Right. Literally, if you just took out the label words in there, the argument is identical. Oh, definitely. It's just the same fucking playbook word for word. Yeah. You turn people who have done nothing and yeah. say, oh, I'm afraid that they're predators.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what's the 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 logic behind this fucking bill in Florida, too. Same shit.
1: It's the it's like a fucking mad libs page. Yeah. It just has some blanks, and you just fill in whatever your weird fucking thing is that you don't like. Yeah. For whatever your weird goddamn reason is. And that you hand it in and go, here's the here's my proof. Yeah. My fucking weird mad lib that I did that says this is gonna happen. Yeah. So she she hangs out with real weirdos. You know, I'd like to see them all. Hey, have a good time together. All you fucking turfy weirdos, go have a good time in the castle together. Go Graham Linehan and all these fucking weirdos that right there. Go have at it. Go climb into her castle and have a fucking weirdo party. Do it. Just leave the kids alone. Leave all these people alone. Leave everybody else alone. If you want to do your thing, Go in there and do it, but fucking leave the kids alone, fucking everybody. Like I just can't with her. Yeah. And you know what she also is? Real litigious. Like she's oh, she's so litigious there. Yeah. Because she's got a lot of lawyers. Because you can't tell her she's wrong. Oh, can you tell I'm annoyed? I know too much and I <laughs> I, I I'm too directly exposed to it. Um and I've been involved with that fandom. I've been involved in conferences. I've been involved in events. Yeah. And I don't know. Imagine having that much influence and in deciding that's what you're going to do. And then there's got to be a crack inside the logic that goes, what if I'm wrong about this? Oh, shit. Therefore, I can't be. And that's what right. he said. About, you know, it's admitting that you had a prejudice, that you were wrong. Yeah. I've had to do it. I think we've all had to do it. You have yeah, to do it. Yeah, part of
0: being human and growing and learning.
1: Saying, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Shit. I got bad info. Yeah. I didn't know it was in my head. Yeah. Fuck. I'm not going to do that anymore. Do better. I don't know, man. I just, I wonder. And she real doubles down. And then she'll post like 5,000 pictures of kids in costumes. To be like, hey, mm. I can't be wrong,
0: right?
1: Oh, I hate it, Dan. I really do. It's
0: I no just, good, and
1: I don't hate it nearly as much as the people that. Are, I just, I'm just, just like, oh, just sorry, guys, sorry, sorry. I'm gonna put a label on this one, yeah, just so everybody knows right up front that we talk about it. But hopefully, we're not talking about it in a way that I don't know. We're doing our best. Ba- like, oh, uh, how could it not affect you? How could it not affect you? How could it not affect you? I. Yeah. Now I'm wound up.
0: Now you're wound up.
1: Mm. It's not just her, though. It, it's And that's the thing. It is. She just has a big voice, but she comes out of this hole, and it's a real... It's not just there,
0: but oh, it's a no. real
1: UK... It's got a real foothold in the UK.
0: Yeah, but it is also...
1: Oh, it's fucking here, as we know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fucking everywhere.
0: Yeah. It's not... It's not great. It's not a great time, Maureen, but that's why we re enrolled and says who you.
1: We didn't even, we're not doing the war thing, huh? We're just uh, too big It's too much. It's
0: just people. It's too much. We are two weeks into this fucking war. We're two years into COVID. There are a lot of people dead from both of those things. It's hard right now.
1: I will say this. Yeah, Vladimir Zelensky. Yeah, spends his days guiding his country through a war, avoiding assassins, talking to every world leader, and staging a a uh, massive media campaign to get worldwide support for his country under attack. Yeah constantly on the move because yep. of the aforementioned assassins. Yeah. And here I am. I'm like, "Oh, I had to take my dog to the that guy gets a lot done in a day. He looks real tired." Well, yes. He I mean truly, if you just sort of count up all the I just was doing that the other day. I was just counting up all the things he cuz he's always there's got somebody making statements and it's just Yeah. It's very efficient. <laughs>
0: I don't know that efficiency is necessarily what most people are looking at, but no. I'm appreciative that you are. I just, I'm looking for a bigger word. And like, I wonder what his lists and journals look like. I it, I was just trying
1: to come up with a way of phrasing it. My brain just went. It's very efficient because it can't really wrap its head. I can't really wrap the head around um, the the. Um...
0: He is. He is certainly the an example. Very good example of a person that rises to the moment that they find themselves in. Right? Not everyone does, but that dude certainly has. But that's uh, a
1: better way of me saying he's very like it. (laughs) It's it was me trying to convey the emotion and just sort of flatlining (laughs) because it's so big.
0: It is very very big. Two million people, very close to two million people, probably by the time this episode is out, it will certainly be two million people have fled Ukraine at this point. Uh, If you are a listener from Ukraine, with family in Ukraine, with any connection whatsoever, friends, anything, boy, you have been going through it in the last few weeks, and we are thinking about you every day. Because this shit is hard to watch without direct connection. And there are certainly plenty of you listening with direct connection in. Yeah.
1: What a time. Is it? I mean, yeah, no, it Uh, is.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. It's a lot.
1: (laughs) You just stare. You just started. again. I'm flatlining. Very efficient. Just yeah. It's just when you just look at something real impressive, it was a. Uh, you just go, huh? wow. My uh, friend John reposted the pictures of uh, Macron got off the phone with. Uh, I think he was speaking to Putin this morning. Okay. And then there were just reaction photos of him afterwards. And he was just like this.
0: His head in his hands.
1: And leaning back over chairs and slumped down. John just wrote, looks like it went well. (laughs) I mean, like, it's just where you're like, yeah, I don't fucking know. But you guys, you guys, you guys. See, we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. Because talking about it. Very efficient. (laughs) What? It I think that you know what it's you know what it is, Dan? I'm defaulting.
0: There's uh, yeah. So much
1: chaos that my head is just I'm reaching for the planner. I'm like, this will fix it. Yeah. <laughs> my pens will fix it. If I make enough charts, I can I can figure it all out.
0: He's doing a hell of a bullet journal.
1: Oh my goodness, a he's literal
0: got... bullet journal. Oh boy. Yeah.
1: Listen, that guy can have all the stickers he wants.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: My favorite. Oof, not favorite. Favorite's not the word. There aren't any words. That's the problem. One of the more extraordinary yeah. things I've seen, I think, was a video. It was a TikTok of, I don't know what this what this TikToker normally does. She looks very like she's got cool hair and pom pom and cool nails and cool makeup and stuff. Yeah. And she, it's it's in Ukrainian but the translation's there. And it's pretty clear what she's doing in her video is, hey, I'm going to show you how to drive a Russian tank. And she hops in the tank. And she's got, you know, and she's doing it's all the normal TikTok stuff. And then you flick these switches and then she drives off in the tank. Her TikTok is literally, hi, I'm an influencer. I usually do makeup. But here I am today. I'm going to teach you how to drive a tank. And she fucking does it.
0: That is amazing. My favorite story is the one that made the rounds yesterday of a Ukrainian woman sitting on the balcony of her Kiev apartment having a smoke, and she saw a fucking Russian drone floating by, <laughs> and she took it out with a jar of pickled tomatoes. Damn. Yeah.
1: There was a. We were watching a coverage on England's Channel Four News, and they were interviewing some people in Ukraine. And this woman, oh, the caption it's captioning her as she's speaking, and she said, "When they come here, I will strangle. Them, I will kill them with my bare hands." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh man,
0: yeah, it's something."
1: It really is. I or the guy that picked up a a pressure mind, just picked it up off the street, cigarette between his lips, walked away with it, carried it into the woods, never stopped smoking. Yeah, you know. This is some, this is horrible shit that's going on, and
0: some of these moves are metal as hell. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Jesus. Well, Maureen, it is a tough time in this, timeline that we exist in
1: and we're just talking we're just trying to figure out how to process it. yeah but oh they know you know what they've been with us now for six years dan yeah they know
0: they do it is important to mention that we've started says who you again the whole point of that is to take just 15 minutes or more every day to step away from the news, to unplug as best you can to focus on something else. It's important. People are sharing stuff that they've been doing on the Facebook group. People have been creating role-playing characters, writing fanfic, painting, drawing, hanging art. It's all good stuff. I have been going on walks pretty much every day. This weekend morning, I went out and volunteered at a forest preserve Caught your beard
1: on fire. Caught
0: my beard on fire. I had to trim it. Oh. Uh, I had to take about three inches off the bottom.
1: Here's beards on fire.
0: But uh, yeah, I'm still sore. That was on Saturday. I am still sore. Turns out cleaning out invasive trees means chopping down trees with your bare hands, then cutting them into pieces and throwing them into gigantic fires. It was It was hard work, but I enjoyed it. I didn't look at my phone even once.
1: That's the key. Yeah. When we're done recording, I'm gonna turn off the internet for about four hours.
0: Do it. It's the only way shit gets done. You told me about the app Freedom. Yep. Which is hardcore.
1: Yeah. It will not let you back in. But even it will you...
0: lock it well, will lock anything you tell it to lock out. Mm-hmm. Your phone, your your, you know, your desktop.
1: I really recommend it.
0: Yeah, it uh, it definitely is helpful. I sometimes uh, swear at it a lot because mm-hmm. I will say, lock it down for two hours because I got to get two hours of writing done. And then I will finish that writing at like one and a half hours. <laughs> I'll or, be like, I guess I'm going on a walk now.
1: Here's the thing. So Freedom is an app that will turn off your, it'll either turn off your internet entirely or it will shut down a lot of like any sites you want. Yeah. I use it to shut it. I usually just don't fuss with the sites. I usually just say, shut it down. Yeah. And it will, once it shuts, it will not let you back in. I think even if you restart your computer.
0: Yeah, you can, you can, there are some workarounds I have discovered, but but they are a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, it's tricky. It's a, you have to really, it really does what it says it's going to do. And it's great. I would say start with smaller ones. Mm-hmm. or schedule them that way yeah. it will just keep shutting itself off Yeah. so that you can't it, cause it'll let you schedule a session. Right. So you can say, okay, then let me back in for 10 minutes, but then shut that shit down again.
0: Right. Yeah. With me. Uh, so a, one of the things that I really appreciate about it is that it, it gives you three options, three chances to end a session early. But what they don't really explain is that is ever in your whole life. You get three. So I burned through those three in the first day.
1: I didn't even know you could do that.
0: Yeah. Um, don't, don't tell me how. Well, it's, 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 it's fairly buried and it's not very useful because it's only three times ever. Um, the trick with it for me is often when I'm writing, I'm writing reported pieces. So I need to be able to access parts of the Internet. So right. I, I have to build a very fancy... Block list and whitelist to let me into the things that I need. Otherwise, I'm like, fuck, I'm stuck. But it is very helpful. Highly recommended. Maureen Johnson. What? Well, I thought you might want to know mm. that says who is made possible by you. By me? Well, I mean, literally, me? it is in fact made Whoa. possible by you. But in the case, in the context with which I'm actually speaking, I'm speaking to the people listening because it is also made possible by them. But what about me? Yeah, you is definitely make made possible me? by you. Without make, you, make there would more only about be me. me yammering into a microphone. People would love that. You know what? There are enough dudes yammering into microphones in this world.
1: I don't. I've never heard of it. Mm, okay. Happy International Women's Day.
0: But it is made possible by you, the listener, through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash who, our Patreon, where pretty much every Sunday you get an entire bonus episode of this, and if you give it that $10 a month level, you get stickers in the mail, packed by my teenager, and designed by me, every month, so that's fun, patreon.com slash who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. The organ music you heard at the top of this episode is performed by Josh Cantor. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email it. Hey, that's H E Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says who It's a great place to share your says who you work. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the FanRun Discord server, there is it is there for you at tinyurlcom who Discord. Spread the word. Subscribe. Please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, March 16th, for our next episode. But mark your calendars because we will be taking the following week off. Maureen Johnson will be in England.
1: Yeah, that's my bad. I'll be that's on the move. It's not your
0: bad. It's good.
1: I'll be on the move.
0: Yeah, and... but we're not gonna try to do it because that's a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, I might be in the woods. Yes. Yeah, or so that week. Literally in transit.
0: That would be Wednesday, March 23rd. There will be no says who, but we will be back before the month closes out on March 30th.
1: And I can tell you what happened in England.
0: Exactly. Strap on a little bobby cap and listen. That's we don't know why you'd put a bobby cap on. It, it. I don't know. Why not?
1: You think I'm gonna have adventures, Dan?
0: I'm excited to hear about it. I your used adventures. to go there
1: all the time, and now I haven't been there in two and a half years.
0: That same week that you are there, we are going to uh, it is the kids' spring break, and we are actually going to go to uh, Champaign, Illinois. For two nights. Champaign-Urbana? Airbnb, yeah, to look at a college for the teen.
1: The big old university there? big
0: old university there. So we are also going to have an adventure. Our Airbnb has a Pac-Man machine. Oh. I
1: know. I'm going to be in two Airbnbs this next. Pretty excited.
0: (laughs) It's exciting. Well, from my basement in Chicago, for now... I'm Dan Sinker.
1: For my office in New York City, for now, for now, for now, now, now. wow, get a little Christopher Walken, wow, wow. I don't know
0: why you're laughing so hard. Wow,
1: can you do Christopher Walken? (laughs) Wow, wow. We can't do impressions. What are we doing? Oh, no. uh, Why, did, maybe why just, did you start this? I didn't. You did, technically. How? Back in the day.
0: Oh, this whole podcast. Mm. That's true.
1: You started the podcast. I got us involved with our sponsor, Blue Apron, and our mm. new sponsor, HelloFresh.
0: None of those people are sponsors ever.
1: Brought to you by Hello HelloFresh. It's not, they'll send you an orange. Does
0: Blue Apron even exist anymore?
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't, I think it probably does, but it's definitely, I think maybe that guy that used to clean my house that Mm -hmm. is on some sort of CIA watch list who tried to break into them maybe he actually got (laughs) in. Yeah,
0: they appear to still be a company.
1: Oh, well, let's look. Hold on. Well, I'm we just looking. We up. haven't looked at the menu for a long time. So let's look. Blue, oh, comes right up. Let's look on the menu. Let's see what we've got this week. Okay. Well, well, well. We have sheet pan trout. That's trout on a sheet pan. Thanks, Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, a pizza. A three cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, thanks.
0: We some can these, move along. Some of these are clearly just food. Like they're like lean cuisines. They're just food in a box. It was so close. You said from my office in New York. Then you got caught up in the Christopher Walken. Wow. wow. One, and now here we are in Blue Apron. But you could have just finished
1: chops. saying your name. Oh, there's the grilled cheese. That train's never laid either. Sweet pepper and fig grilled cheese. It's literally just blue cheese. I mean, grilled cheese. It's not even blue cheese. Oh, here we go.
0: How about you just...
1: There's a burger.
0: Just say your name. Can't get that
1: anywhere, can we? Oh, Oh, pasta with tomato sauce. Oh, boy. They're really reinventing the wheel with this one. Thank God this exists. For only $50 a portion, you too can have bread.
0: (laughs) All right. So you were saying... I forgot... You said from my
1: from a place oh. of <sighs> of of learning, of listening, of loving, of light, of laughter, of lettuce, of lindens. Okay, I feel like a real starfish right now.
0: I don't even know what that means.
1: It's like the kind of thing that. It's like a star, but it lives in
0: the sea. Well, I know what a starfish is, but yeah, how does a, one feel like? Well, a you, star- nor-
1: you normally see a star in the sky, but this is a star that lives at the bottom of the sea. Oh my god, which really makes you have a lot of deep thoughts about the nature of what's up and what's down. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, what's the really sky different?
1: What's the sky and what's the water? <laughs>
0: I mean, I think most people would be able to tell the difference between not when you a star look at the starfish. starfish. Mm. No, even still,
1: ask a lot of deep questions. Are we? Yeah,
0: it's pretty efficient.
1: All right, I'll say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I'm Dan <Jen> Sinker,
0: <laughs> and I'm Maureen Johnson, and this has been "Says Who."
1: efficient it is because the it is because this is how i'm processing i'm processing the events through planners
0: i mean as you're speaking and you're describing his real efficiency i am able to see your like seven different charts and planners just off to your you know off your shoulder so it's my
1: coping strategy yeah
0: exactly
1: (laughs) how's he doing it he's got so many (laughs) post-its how does this man do it